0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of The New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it.
2: Hi, I'm Imri, the host of The Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for joining me again today. It is a wonderful, wonderful week. And thank you so much for the feedback that you have given on Monday's episode on confidence. Just a quick reminder that we are only three weeks away from Shout Out Live, Radical Women, proudly sponsored by Spotify. I am so excited about this event. I'm so excited about the panels and the workshops and the lineup. It is just getting better and better by the week. Just in case you didn't know, we have workshops run by the Slum Flower, Emmy Award winning content creator Chastity Now. Sophie Herdman from ACAST who has been responsible for some of my incredible sponsorships on the podcast including Bose and SJ Lauder. And we have podcast production workshops so that you can learn how to record yourself in a way that sounds like the pros. So make sure you head on over to com. And if you register, you get £10 off your ticket. And we'll be giving every registration person a free thing at the festival. So make sure you get registered at solifestival.com. Come through, it's on July 14th in King's Cross. You do not want to miss this. It is the UK's very first podcast festival for women. So come through. And guys, you are welcome as well. Don't just think you can't come, it's just an all female lineup. Great voices, great talent come through. Right, I'm back again with brand and marketing expert Priska Moyesa, and we are answering your questions at this time. And your questions have included: Is podcasting really profitable given your target demographic and black listening preferences? Ooh, how do you finance a podcast? How to implement a complex marketing strategy with limited time. Uh, What do you think of the new IGTV? And I want to plan an event, but I'm scared no one's going to come. And I get loads of callbacks from my interviews, but I never get chosen. Is there anything I can try? So all of that and more in this episode. Let's go. So first question, what is it?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) call me off guard there okay is podcasting really profitable given the effect of target demographics and black listening preferences huh wow that's a loaded question
2: um i would say to answer the first half of the question (laughs) is podcasts podcasting profitable for some people yes it is um the effect of target demographics depends on your target def- demographic, to be honest with you, um, and the kind of general net worth, so to speak. And I don't even like to speak of people in those terms. I find it a bit redundant but mm. or reductive. But generally speaking, if you, for example, your podcast is about golf, that is a lot of high net worth individuals listening to your podcast. So even if mm. you only have 200 of them, you likely could get a very good sponsor who's interested in talking to 200 golfers who have a big bank account, for yeah. example. So Uh, It just depends. But now that you've added black listening preferences, um, hmm, there are definitely audiences trying to reach uh, black people. To find them and to get them to actually invest in that is a different story. Um, In my experience, it's been notoriously difficult. um, And we have not found the secret sauce to getting uh, brands to really invest in Black, predominantly black audiences, and the network had, at one point, I think something like eighty-eight percent black. uh mm. yeah, black listening, black listeners. Um, that was like a more than a year ago. Um, this show is a lot more diverse, so it has captured a a much broader, um, sponsor base. I would say so. Even the kind of, like even when you hear the programmatic ads added in, they're quite varied. So you will get like insurance. So when you have like a much wider base even if it still slants slightly more to the ethnic market that tends to perform better and i can attest to that being with the festival as well where mm. last year we it wasn't that we didn't get sponsors we had some really fantastic sponsors and acast was one of them um they did put the money in for the festival however we couldn't convince um we even had one major uh supplier of audio equipments um relay that oh it's a bit ethnic the, the festival last year. Bear in mind, like the reach of that festival is infinitely bigger than this year's. Um, the 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 lineup it was bigger in many ways than last year's. Um, and last year compared to this year, but this year there's a lot more um white and Asian women on the lineup. This time it's a lot broader than just black audiences mm-hmm. uh, and black speakers. And so we've actually managed to attract uh, infinitely more sponsors. And maybe that is the inclusion of white women. I don't know. But I would say given black listening preferences, um, I guess sponsors like to see a bit more variation in my experience, but I can't, I I don't know a show that's like super profitable just off the back of them being like solely a black audience. Even The Reed has a very mixed audience base. So they have Squarespace and Casper and Mm. every sponsor under the sun. So even the big black shows in America, for example, have a varied audience base that attracts a a big sponsor base and they also have massive 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 listener numbers that (laughs) that enable them to really have a serious conversation about it even though they're probably like something like 80 percent plus black listeners Mm -hmm. so it just depends it depends if you can hit critical if you can hit like a really huge number an audience then chances are you'll be fine um but that's really difficult because it's a very crowded landscape so yes it's profitable with just black
3: listeners, there's probably a brand out there. You yeah. just need to find them. I think it's I think in the UK what we're seeing is a uh, a lot of struggle because there's we're moving at the pace of and not moving at the pace, we're innovating around this on the same things that the states are innovating on however the market isn't necessarily ready Mm -hmm. um and the numbers don't match Mm -hmm. um so the internet has blurred the lines however when we're executing things we see that are successful in the us we're thinking where's all these people just the market's not ready and there are people that aren't so for it so i think it's going to change as time goes on but i say look to like europe and stuff like there's loads of french people german people people that live in these countries sorry that are open to like listening to the podcast or like investing money as well mm-hmm. um and traveling down for shows and stuff i know people that especially when i go to france like i have so many friends there now because of like the internet so yeah that's true. Yeah. People do Expand. travel. Expand. We had
2: a loads of people travel outside from outside of London and outside of the UK to the festival last year because this was it was the first of what it was. So mm. there was not no one had ever put together all of these black podcasters. So there are people that value it. It's just a case of finding them and uh yeah, connecting the dots. But you have to go beyond maybe just the UK <laughs> for sure. Most of my list, a lot of my listeners are in the US. For example, with this show, mm. and I'm cool with it. Hey, US peeps, how you doing? Uh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the next question: How do you finance your podcast? This is a very podcast-heavy question. How do you finance it? Um, Prisc, how do you finance yours?
3: Hmm. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't. <laughs> um. Exactly. I, I just. The answer, right? uh, yeah, I made money and I bought equipment. <laughs> I'm dead.
2: <laughs> helpful because it's not reoccurring
3: it's not yeah so for me it's like i just like we just have equipment that we have that we use for client work and stuff like audio equipment so Mm. if i was to go serious i could because we bought equipment and that and we get the money back through working with clients because we do videography and we do audio and stuff like that at events um and on camp like on shoots and stuff so but that's just the money coming in through the business so Business finances all of that stuff,
2: yeah. I guess your podcast, in some ways, also supports your wider business goals as well, yeah. Like it complements it, yes. Not that you set it up with the intention of it being that, but it complements what you do already, so it makes sense that it be financed through the business as well,
3: exactly.
2: Um, I just live in privilege to be honest, like I actually Mm -hmm. cannot answer this with any. I I can't I can't say that I have a typical setup to every podcaster because I don't. Fa really did learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. He spent a lot of time, close to probably like a thousand hours plus of just learning and continues to learn and bought the equipment. Um, and the equipment we have it's rough, like it definitely into the runs into the several thousands of pounds. Um. And he knows how to do it. So in terms of the financing, I'm just really fortunate that my business partner is a sound engineer, yeah. which means that I don't have to do any of that stuff for myself. However, um, for other people that come onto the network, because of how we work with content creators, for example, some of them can't afford to hire a sound engineer. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, so with the network structure, um, sometimes how we work with people is that we offer production as a line of credits, if you will. So we tell you, We'll give you X amount of episodes. This is how much these episodes are going to cost. And then we help you monetize that content um, over your episode course. Mm. Um, So that's kind of how we work with some content creators. And then we also have like really subsidized the cost of a sound engineer. So we have now membership options that mean you can record and edit with us for what is less than um, the cost of working with like a major uh, recording studio that would be in central london which costs anywhere from like 60 to 100 pounds an hour mm. it doesn't cost that much we charge some, a lot lot less so um yeah we 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 have different ways to basically ensure that we still fulfill our mission which is to champion underrepresented voices but yeah in terms of financing it you have to want to do it um in terms of buying equipment to get good equipment um or decent equipment you have to put the money in Basically. usually if you're just going for your own setup it's a microphone um, and maybe Adobe Edition, so 17 pounds a month, or if you want, you can use Audacity and that's free. So it's really one off cost, it's just how much do you want to initially invest in your podcast. And that's a decision I cannot make for you.
3: <laughs> there we go. Thanks.
0: This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the sixteen nineteen project from the New York Times magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of The New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it.
3: Next question. Uh, What do you think of the new IGTV? Is it worth creating for it? Jason thanks jason imri's going hard with igtv first of all she's putting my agency to shame that is a joke (laughs) we've created the channel (laughs) um but in my opinion of course like it's a new platform it's another way to reach people it's effectively instagram stories that's an hour long slash youtube you're able to upload things on there um in, and it's going to grow because it's new so people are going to be interested in watching stuff you're going to be able to capture more attention mm-hmm. because it is a, a new platform and anything and it's cross promotion you know you, you're literally and i think it informs if you have igtv downloaded on your phone it informs people that have igtv downloaded on their phone that you've uploaded something on igtv wait so there's like a separate Instagram. app to it now yes as well. oh yes well I have the separate app. I don't know if you, you I use don't. it. You don't. You just do it from your phone. I just do it from the so, standard Instagram. Emery's got hacks that I didn't even know. You can just do it from the straight Instagram. You don't need to do anything See, else. Mine didn't even know that. Mine <laughs> didn't show up until I downloaded the app. So maybe I tried to download it too quickly. That and mean. then, yeah. Well, there we go. So, But it informs it informs you if somebody... When you uploaded something today, mm-hmm. it informed me that you did so through the IGTV logo at the top. Oh. Yes. Um, so it's yeah. it's amazing in that way, and it's very nice and colorful. Um, so yeah, I I say 100% create specialized content for that platform.
2: Yes, I agree. I really like it. Um, <laughs> I remember me and Sarah found out when it was happening on the day, and we were like, "It's over for you, <laughs> it's over <laughs> for you, hoes," because we're about to start creating all kinds of shenanigans. Um, so no, I'm I'm always really excited about new developments in in tech in general, but also where social media marketing is concerned, I like trying new things. Um, and obviously I've been using YouTube um, and experimenting with how I like can create video on the fly because it's something that I'm trying to learn and just put a little bit of effort into doing better at so i put Emory drinks on youtube originally but mm. youtube gets on my nerves. i actually really enjoyed doing it on insta stories it's just yeah. that insta stories were too damn short i just want to record my one drink <laughs> review it's not even like they're exciting reviews they're, they're kind of dead and I, I like that about them it's just how dead i am at reviewing things but I was like, as soon as IGTV came about, I was like, I immediately knew this is it. Me and my Insta story reviews are now—they've now got a home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did one pretty much when I got the app, or when Instagram kindly gave it to me. Um, I just recorded something really quick. Um, for a, a drink review because I was in Citizen M and they had like some great drinks there. And I did one, Um, and it was cool. It works quite nicely. You can see see people commenting on it, unlike with Insta stories where it goes.
1: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
3: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Go straight to your DMs. So I quite like that public-facing conversation that you can have. Um, I definitely think it's worth it. Whether they stick with it is going to be interesting cuz i i don't know how like they haven't figured out all of the kinks for it yet so i'm mm-hmm. quite intrigued but i like it so far um i do see that see myself actually watching people's stuff and some people have got some really like upgraded merch out mm. like decked mm-hmm. out productions and that's really cool too because it's now shot all in uh portrait, vertically yeah which is really cool so even now now that it exists we're but even for the festival, we're thinking, we're working with Prisca on on video stuff. Um, and it, yeah, the first thing I said as soon as, like, two days ago, I was like, so we want to do this on IGTV only. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, which is probably a brave choice, because maybe if it doesn't exist in like two years, what will we do with that content that was cool? We'll save it. Would it would have been great for YouTube, for example. We'll save it. But Prisca's a professional. She's going to it out. Yeah, yeah but, I'm excited to use it. But it's really cool. I I like it so far. I really like it. So yes, Jason, you should. You should create some content for it. It is worth it. Next question. Uh, I want to plan an event, but I'm scared nobody will come. What should I do, Marissa? Well, plan it. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't, don't just it's, plan it. It's yet. a
3: reasonable thing to be scared about. Everyone, no one wants an empty room. Nope. Um If you're scared, if you're genuinely scared, then make the event free. (laughs) And then build um, a relationship with the people that came so that when you do your next event that's paid, you've got people to market to. Um, So free events, most people come uh, double the numbers of capacity because just know that about 40% of people are not going to show up Yep. Uh, Because that's just how it is Do it on a Wednesday paid events Yeah It's it's true Um, Do it on a Wednesday and Thursday to be safe Um, Why Wednesday and Thursday? um, Just days people are usually free to go to events after 5pm You're more likely to get people to go to events on Wednesdays and Thursdays especially after 5pm because Thursdays yeah, are the new Fridays yeah. and Fridays everyone seems to be doing something, whether it means going to sleep or if it means going out for drinks with friends they haven't yeah. seen or that work super hard. Um, so that's if you want to, if you want to play it safe, but also um, start small, like you could deliberately make an intimate event or do something that, you know, the current market or your current demographic are interested in. Um, so, do your research into what the event's going to be about and hopefully those things help. But also don't be scared of stuff. Like even if you are scared of stuff, sorry, let me not tell you not, let me not tell you how to feel, but even if you are scared of stuff, it's perfectly normal. Like, Basically
2: what Priska said, like everything, <laughs> what you said, I don't have anything different to add other than, yeah, which you said anyway, research who the audiences find out if it's something that they want and or need. Um, and usually if you have if you're not if you're planning an event, ideally you would have other people involved. So unless it's like an actual party or you want to put a, throw a party in a club, I assume it's kind of a business event or maybe like you'll have some speakers or a panel or something. Um, utilize the networks of those people um that you want to get involved. And when you ask them, not everyone people will speak for free. So if there's financial restrictions, don't be afraid to ask because all you can do is ask um but yeah generally make it free make sure you have some good people involved and make your objectives really clear like what are people going to get when they what do you want people to get when they leave your event um and how are you going to measure that success uh those are just some things to think about because then you can work backwards from there and make sure you're creating something um from it but don't be scared that no one will show up because then what you can do is invite your friends to show up.
3: <laughs> which, exactly. Which I went to an was. event and it was like, her, her, all her friends were there. And that was half of the people in the room. And I was like, pick up this. Listen, if I could get my
2: friends to actually just show up and do anything for me, <laughs> besides like, oh, I'll help out at the event. Like, I don't, sometimes I actually just want you to, to come. <laughs> like, sometimes just come and enjoy yourselves. Um, so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. I need better friends, clearly. Same. <laughs> Next question Is it my turn? It is My phone stopped loading Oh okay I'll do it <laughs> I keep getting loads of interviews and callbacks for jobs But I never seem to get chosen Is there anything I can try?
3: Well love? big up you first of all for getting all those interviews Because your CV or your cover letter must be right So mm-hmm. I think you should first of all sell your services And <laughs> say that you've had a 100% uh, <laughs> interview rate <laughs> Interview rate. <laughs> um i'm just trying to help you guys flip money here so yeah um so definitely do that um your interviews do you make eye contact mm. stare them dead in the eye That's so creepy. they feel nervous <laughs> until they turn away cuz that actually i i always like i always do well at interviews i've never had an interview and not gotten the job oh yeah i used to be able to um, say that and i've never proposed something face to face and not gotten not had to work with that client. It may not have been that project, but that client's always remembered me because I stare at people. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it too now. To I'm actually mostly scared. <laughs> so like not creepy, but like just stare at them and um, uh, always compliment people. Oh, compliment people always. Uh, what ta- kind of compliments are appropriate for a job interview? So, by the way, I don't know. Maybe we should role play. Oh, ask me something.
2: Hi, Priska, How are you this
3: evening? No, but not like that, but like ask me an interview question. interview question. Oh.
2: Why do you think you should work for the Shout Out Network? <laughs> That's
3: like the most common uh, no, question. It's true. Why should I think I should... Um, well, okay, not in that instance. So before, like... <laughs> now I've just like double back to what I said. But no, like, so before you answer questions, try and compliment them to so, like... Just ask them about their day or like what they're wearing or like football's on world cup at the moment talk about world cup before the even even in between the interview or like okay shout out network so i could talk about shout out network and then maybe refer it back to something that you know that person's paid attention to so for example let's say shout out networks um one of their sponsors are bbc and Acast. So you, I could even ask, like, first of all, like, what platforms do you guys use predominantly when it comes to your podcasts? And, and just do something that's relatable that you know they would care about because then they feel like, oh, like they've researched me. They know me a little bit. OK, I'm interested in this person. Mm-hmm. Um, see it as like a, like a date, if that makes sense. But obviously don't be extra. When I mean date, I mean be super nice and try work your hardest to compliment them and make it about them. Dates are always about the other person. That's what I mean. If everyone's going to a date making it about the other person, do you have any conversation? <laughs> um, well, hopefully, then that other person wants to make it about you, so it's like a constant oh. back and forth like me and you. Like, we're constant, no, we talk about ourselves, but <laughs> I'm dead, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do ask about each other. Um, so those are my tips. I mean, I'm that's unfortunate that you're know. that you've got all these interviews and not one person. I...
2: I know why, um, but I will leave that to an, a whole other...
3: Oh, you do? Kind of. Can you yeah. say it?
2: It's largely down to institutional racism. Oh, is it? Then yeah. uh, then
3: there's nothing you could do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not advice. It's no, and institutional. Um, what I mean is, you know what? I don't want my people... Or anyone that struggles with these things yeah to stress themselves about it and be in spaces where they don't feel like themselves it's not worth it because you it's all temporary um and I'm tired of people compromising who they are for the sake of others I'm so tired of it and I wish I could just stop it so what I do now is I've I've given up trying to impress people that I just go and hang around or talk to the people that are even welcoming of somebody of my genetic makeup Mm-hmm. I just keep it simple as that. So, like, go for institutions that you know almost have to or want to embrace people like you. Do you know what I That's mean? True. Find them because you don't want to, it's too much stress. Like, life is too short to be trying to impress people that are hell bent on disliking you just for the color of your skin.
2: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, where the, yeah, just, ugh. you're not going to, sometimes you're not this even going to know real. until yeah. you
3: get into
2: the space um and typically what's very common is fine like the line of questioning of what what experience do you have is a normal question fine Mm -hmm. uh it's when do you have this experience this experience this experience which are very specific or very the line kind of crosses over into well why would I have this experience if you know if you see my CV and you know it basically the hoops just become a little bit higher and harder to jump through so just being able to identify like where this is going and usually you'll sit in an interview and know like you kind of brought me in here for an exercise as opposed to um like oh I interviewed x amount of like BAME candidates and this how many people like it's all. I worked in recruitment for too long to know the the spin, um, and it's really unfortunate that so many of us like fall into that trap and then get disheartened. Um, but you're right. Find the institutions that clearly have that. Look on people's LinkedIn company pages and scroll through because yeah. honestly, you'd be shocked at how white most companies in this London are. Um, mm-hmm. And so chances of you breaking in and being the first. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it but it, but you might go in there and find that it's not as
3: inclusive as they say. And is I don't want interview. you to waste your time. Yeah, I don't need to waste your time. Time is too precious Or well. You are valuable. Clearly, your CV is banging. Clearly, you're successful in whatever you're doing for you to even want to go for a job. So big up you, first of all, for even trying to get a job and doing the right thing out here because it's super hard. Mm. And I know like getting rejected must be super hard on your self-esteem. But forget that. The problem is them. It's personal. The issue is personal and it has nothing to do with you. And so go where you're celebrated again, much rather than where you're you're just tolerated or just accepted for five minutes to make them feel good. Forget that, fuck that, don't do that shit. I'm just not here for it. Amen. I'm not here for it. And I'm turning 26 and I'm starting to realise it now that spent all my time trying to lick this person's ass for n- to get nothing, nothing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> to almost get, entirely you get n- never worth you it. You <laughs> get nothing out of it. No one's saying cuss them out. No one's saying be rude to them, but don't waste your precious energy and time on something like that. Just don't do it life's too short
2: yeah hey amen i have nothing to add in terms of anything you could try try companies that like and hit us people. up we'll help yeah i usually know some pretty good places and you'll be fine but i'm also all about calling it out when you see it so but not my name you can you can, <laughs> you, can you can call it out in different ways um and i definitely am um, if you can write or you know someone that can write maybe just oh by the way this has been happening
3: yeah own up make to your experiences as well and tell someone and someone can relate but I promise you me and Imri are here to make the UK a better place when it comes to work we're here to hire people that will get paid what they deserve we're here to create a, a better industry we're, we're just going to change the game just watch the next 10 years I guarantee it we're going to listen back to this and say we said that and we're going to make it I'm going to make a change because we're tired we're, com- I'm, I'm we're so tired, tired. I'm forever hiring people
2: look like me just because I know that the opportunity does not exist elsewhere. Boom.
3: So we do it. We do the work. Live
2: walk it like we talk it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? That was the, the most gangster goes. Walk it like that, talk it. No,
2: yeah. I genuinely yeah. I'm yeah. always about like how can I hire people? She is. Always. All
3: right. Thank you, Prisca. This was
2: amazing.
3: Thank you, Marie. It's been a pleasure. Like so enjoyable. All right. I hope that was helpful for all of you listening. And we
2: are going... Wait, Prisca, do you have anything to plug? This is like the last one.
3: Um, Hit us up for any video services, um, commercials, event coverage, Instagram story, high-quality content. Any ideas if you want us to white, do some white labeling? We're open to having a meeting about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Wonderful. just you know, see so we're, us. We're trying to keep busy. We're trying to keep busy out here. Um, you know, the goal, and it's looking very likely, is to get a little office space. Ooh. So, um, and then hire some people full time by the beginning of 2009, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. So, yeah, I can just only Look be at grateful. You put it here first. Exclusive. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: yes. Amen. I hope that that works out. Thank you.
3: All right. Bye, Priska. Bye.
2: Oh, a massive thank you to Priska. Oh, I can't believe it is our last episode together for this season. It's just so sad to think about. But hopefully you'll see us very, very soon together. Make sure you're following Prisca at Prisca Moyesa at P-R-I-S-C-A-M-O-Y-E-S-A on Twitter and on Instagram. Her feed is just super positive, loads of inspiration and amazing video content. And if you like the way she's been doing her video content, make sure you hire her and her team at Moyesa.co. That's M-O-Y-E-S-A dot C-O. They are really amping it up this season. So come through. If you like how this podcast is made and you think that you can do what I do, then you need to reach out to the Shout Out Network. To find out more about membership, visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. And don't forget to go to solifestival.com and register for Shout Out Live Radical Women. It's going to be an incredible day of accelerator workshops, panel discussions, and live podcast shows by myself at Wannabe of course and not another book podcast the latest literature smash be sure to follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at Wannabe Podcast and if you're enjoying this podcast please do leave a rating and review that is one of the ways that the show grows besides you telling a friend about it so if you enjoyed this episode please 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 do let a friend know because it's good to share the knowledge and make sure that everyone is growing and shining at the same time as us i will catch you next week bye
1: when it comes to your finances you think you've done it all you've saved you've researched and you've invested all that you can now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor yahoo finance